Welcome into another episode of the Michael Like Stuff podcast. I'm so glad that you've chosen to join me here again today, wherever you are, wherever you're listening. Thank you. That's awesome. Joel, my brother, and I talked about Survivor again with a little bit of Titans talk on the end. You know, uh, we've talked about uh, Survivor so much now that we're actually getting better at talking about Survivor. So thank you if you were with us in the beginning. We're improving. You're probably noticing uh, that we are improving at that. So thank you so much for uh, tuning in. Just to hear us talk about stuff that we like here like that's basically the point of this podcast for me is i get to talk about stuff i like and here's something that i don't like i'm drinking this cup of coffee right now this morning uh thursday morning and it's just not good um there's reasons for that uh, i ran out of beans so i you know i i i did a pour over with pre-ground like a dark roast kroger brand beans and um it's just not good it's just not good so um don't try that at home. It is coffee. I can attest that it is coffee. It tastes in some sense like coffee, but I would not recommend that. So I definitely need to grab some more beans. Um, if you're into coffee, I would love to talk to you about that. Let me know what you're what you're sipping on, uh, what, what beans you're working with right now. Uh, if you've got like an espresso machine or something like that at home, I would love to see it. So uh, yeah, but... That's all. That's what I'm doing, basically. Um, I did want to hit you guys with a few NFL picks uh, before Joel and I's conversation today. Um, to be honest, uh, the last couple weeks have not been stellar for me from an NFL picks perspective. I, bro- I broke even-ish uh, two weeks ago, and I lost three bets last week. So, um, hoping for new things this week. I got a couple parlays for you this week. Uh, one is an underdog parlay. All right, so I got the Falcons plus six and a half. They are at home for the Patriots. Now, the Patriots are kind of the NFL's uh, sexy hot team right now, uh, but is it as legit as everyone thinks it is? Yes, uh, they are. They are maybe one of the best teams in the in the AFC. Uh, what does that mean? I'm not sure. Uh, I don't really think the Falcons are going to win this game. But I six and a half points for the Patriots on the road. Uh, I just personally, I, I think whenever the Falcons are at home, they're going to score a ton. And the odds of it being a close game are reasonable. Um, so I just felt like that line was too far out at, at a six and a half. And so I'm taking the Falcons to uh, cover that. Um, and this is a theme. This is a theme with this week's underdog parlay. So the Texans are 10-point underdogs at the Titans. Now, do I think the Titans are going to lose to the Texans? No. Do I think it could happen? Yes, because it's it's football. And I also just, I just don't think the Titans should be 10-point favorites against anyone right now. I think they've been struggling to score. So, I mean, at 10 points, like, if the Titans score 21, which I feel like is about to be expected from them right now 21 to 24 points with the way their offense is is going um and that's with defense consistently putting them in good field goal position i mean they'd have to hold the texans to a really low number to beat them by 10 points so i'm taking uh the texans on the road 10 point underdogs um do i think the titans are gonna win yes do i think the titans should win yes uh would i be surprised if the titans lost yes but 
10-point favorites for the Titans right now. Though I do believe they're one of the best teams in the NFL, they're not a 10-point favorite type of favorite. And so I'm going to take the Texans uh, as 10-point dogs on the road in Nashville this weekend. Um, And I think it'll be a close game. The Titans have proven that they play close games. I expect another one this Sunday. Um, And finally, to wrap up the underdog parlay, I got the Colts on the road for the Bills. The Bills are seven-point favorites against the Colts. Do I think the Bills are probably the better team? Yes. Do I think the Bills will probably win this game? Yes. But once again, the way the Bills have been playing, I don't feel comfortable as with them as seven-point favorites against a fringe playoff team like the Colts. Um, so I'm going to take the Bills uh, to not be able to cover that spread. I'm taking the Colts plus seven this weekend. So that's my money line, or that's my underdog parlay. I've also got a money line parlay going. Uh, it this was a little bit harder this week than I had hoped. Um, especially finding one that I felt good about that had good odds at the end, um, so or tasty odds. Uh, and so this week, this is what I got. My money line parlay, Titans at home against the Texans. Yes, I just took the Texans to cover. I don't think the Titans are going to lose this game. If they lose this game, I deserve to lose this bet, okay? Uh, 49ers at the Jaguars. I've got the 49ers on the money line in that game. I was fairly impressed with the 49ers last week against the Rams um and uh I'm a little bit scared of this 49ers team because they're coming to Nissan Stadium two days before Christmas and I was kind of hoping that game would be a game where I wouldn't have to be so worried and now I'm getting kind of worried about that game the 49ers are maybe starting to turn things around you know preseason they were a fan favorite an analyst favorite and so i'm a little bit concerned about the 49ers uh what they're doing i think they'll beat the jaguars this weekend next up i've got the ravens at the bears and picking the ravens i would never bet on the bears to win i mean this season i have no reason to do that um, so I'm, I'm, I got the Ravens on the road against the Bears. Do I think that will be a blowout? Absolutely not. And that's why I didn't, I didn't feel good about many of the favorites and spread this weekend. Um, but I do think the Ravens are good enough to beat the Bears. And the Ravens really need this game. Uh, Bears are in let's lose out territory. Um, so I'm taking, I'm taking the Ravens in Chicago this weekend. And finally, the Cowboys at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the favorites in this game. Um, and based on what all that we've seen this season, I'm not sure why. I know that the Chiefs, they, they looked good last weekend. No, Nobody's denying that. Um, but what I was watching, it seemed like there was still some 50-50 balls and some questionable plays from the Chiefs. Um, and they were able to squeak by unharmed with those. And I think the Cowboys are going to take advantage of them. They've got, um, they got dudes on their defense. Uh... And they're going to be able to put up a ton of points on that Chiefs defense. So I'm taking the Cowboys money line in Kansas City. Uh, so that boosts me up. It's about it's about four to one odds for that money line parlay. So um, that's my NFL picks for the week. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope that you enjoy Joel and I's conversation. I would talk Titans uh, more, but we did talk about that at the end of the podcast. So. I hope that you enjoy what you hear today. You check back in again next week. Take care, everybody. Hello 
and welcome into the Million Dollar Mistake Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Klinger. Alongside me, as always, is my brother, Michael Klinger. Michael, how are you doing after a double elimination? I'm doing okay. I'm not really alongside you. In fact, I'm not even seeing your face because we're Facts. on the phone. Because we're... Yes. We're... We are we're living in the rate. 90s. We're low rate. <laughs> um yeah i mean it was it was a a pretty crazy i was watching it in starbucks here in bloomington illinois and i thought it was a good great great even episode i i was pretty entertained i didn't know what was going to happen um the whole way through again i feel like they were quick editing and they had to throw a lot of things in there and i like that they're showing us a lot more things but uh, at times it was like, you see how quickly like the game kind of changes, you know, and from one interaction to the next. Um, and you know, spoilers again, uh, but to see the two people that went home be Nasir and Evie is heartbreaking to me. You know, what are your thoughts on, on seeing those two players go home? I mean, I hate to see him go. Um, they're they're great characters, but I mean, that's how it's going to be. I mean, there's there's a lot of great characters this season. I mean, there's less now, but um, you know, I I was uh, I was actually rooting for Nasir to go home by the end of his time. Um, unfortunately, even though I like Nasir a lot, for my long term hopes and dreams for who could win, I really needed Nasir to go home. And uh, so that was sad. I was ve- I was very sad to see Evie go because I thought there was a definite move to make to avoid that situation. And two guys that had the chance to make that happen didn't take advantage of it, which I thought was just unfortunate. For sure. Yeah. Um, this I don't know if it, maybe you you can correct me, but this this thing of of splitting the the tribe into two tribes and and voting out one each has that happened before at this stage of the game? Um, I feel like it has happened, but only like once or twice, maybe maybe only once yeah. or twice it's happened. Um, but I actually, I, I, I really enjoy the dynamic dynamic. I mean, a, uh, a five person tribal is way more interesting than a 10 person tribal and two five person tribals is awesome. So especially like it, it gave life to some players that really needed life. And unfortunately, um, not all of the players that needed life got it, but it, it made some cracks where you're the people that really needed immunity. Like Xander had to have immunity. Erica had to have immunity. Um, the only thing that could have gone better for me personally was if Evie had won immunity and Xander has played his idol. I mean, that would have been sick, but, um, you know, I thought it, I thought it was really interesting. Like you just like, it's so much more clear to see everyone's personal motives in a five person tribal than in a 10 person because you're thinking exactly. like what is okay but but like danny clearly doesn't want to vote leon out deshaun 
is totally would be down for it, but he doesn't want to bother Danny. And you get to see Liana, like clearly she wants Evie out of the game. And in fact, she was even willing to vote Deshaun out if he played an idol for uh, Evie. So I, I really, I really, uh, I really thought that 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 was really interesting tonight. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I think that seeing, um, Heather and Erica really had a moment tonight. Um, seeing them actually play like a factor and like Erica's like, it's clear that like me and Heather are like a two, like we're a pair. I was like, I did not know that. Thank you for telling me. (laughs) Um, and, uh, I think like, we saw that last episode a little bit, but it was made clearer tonight. Yeah, kind of like, okay, so like Heather's playing this game with Erica and, you know, they're kind of a two and they're not super tight with, you know, really anybody else except for maybe Deshaun. Um, I think that's interesting. Um, so like... I, I also kind of too was pulling for Nasir to go home just for the narrative of the game. I, I, I kind of was hurt that, that it did happen. Um, and I, I hate that I was rooting for like Heather over Nasir. <laughs> like that felt wrong. Um, but, um, you know, in order for this game to progress, we needed an active character to be against Shan and Ricard. And it was clear to me that Nasir was not going to be that guy. And he, it didn't seem like he was ever going to flip on Shan. Like Shan kind of drew him toward her like she did before the merge. And then she cut him just like she cut all the other people. Yeah. I, I thought, um, I thought it was a smart move by Ricard to take Nasir out. And honestly, a a smart move by Shan as well in the long run. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Nasir, he's a simpleton and just like Brad was a simpleton and just like Jeannie was a simpleton, they just got played by Shan. And, um, I mean, that's what we've seen has happened. A lot of characters stuck to their theme so far in this in this season that we've seen so far. So Shan, uh, she, she, uh, played Nasir the way that she played everyone on Uwa. Liana way thought she was better at survivor than she was. Xander had an idol, but did not play it. Deshaun wanted to make a big move, but then didn't. So yeah, same old, same old. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like all these players are dynamic players, and I feel like they're all good players, but they're still making like visible mistakes now. Looking back at it, you know, um, first, I mean, Liana is just like way too big in her head. She, I can't. She literally asked Xander for his idol. Like, she's are gone, you kidding? She went to <laughs> she went to Shan school for the past week, and she thinks she's a a boss now. <laughs> It's like, no, like, girl, that ain't you. You literally just tried to take it from him. You literally you literally just tried to take it from him against his will to use against him. And you're going to just willfully ask him to just hand it over. 
At the beginning, are you kidding me? At the beginning of the episode, <laughs> you were in a group that was next to him and said, "I think we all should go talk over there." Yeah, y'all clearly four. are not together. Clearly, yeah. especially Xander, um, who has like hasn't played a perfect game, but it's proven himself to be fairly savvy. I mean, yeah. come on. I started laughing when she asked that. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, I guess like you can't, you can't hurt her. You can't blame her for asking, but it's also like, let's be a little realistic right now. Like that's a bit insulting to just say, will you give me your idol? Like, I mean, I can't, like, I can't imagine like, you know, Russell walking up to Boston Ra and being like, Hey man, can I, can I get that idol off of you for a second? <laughs> so like, and that's basically where we are. Like these two are pitted against each other. That's the way they've been for the last two weeks. And it's like, and Leon has been against Xander the whole game um, and still hasn't been able to get rid of him. Which is so, why I don't understand why Xander did not take advantage of his opportunity tonight. Like, yeah. you know, and I know like we want to talk about the whole episode, but I feel like the whole episode was mainly strategy for two tribal councils and like the Zan- like Xander had an opportunity and I was wondering, I wonder if seeing Nasir get voted out changed anyone's mind in the second tribal. Yeah. I, I was kind of wondering if that was going to play a role or not, but to me, if I'm Xander, I'm thinking, Oh, Nasir's out. If I vote out one of them, all of a sudden, like, the power players are now minority players, you know? Yeah. Like, if, 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 if he had chosen to play his... And, like, just to watch that fracture so fast after you play an idol for Evie, I mean, Evie, like, I mean, you can actually... This has happened before where you can play an idol before the, the vote even starts, you know? Yeah. So, like, I would have loved it if he had been like, hey, I'm playing, I'm playing this for Evie. Like, at the beginning of the conversation with Jeff and just watch those three just, like, barter with everybody. Like, that would have been, in, in, that would have been thrilling television. Yeah. I, I, so I had an idea while I was watching this. And he didn't really talk about it as, like, an option. But... Here's the thing. I was thinking, what if instead of playing the idol for Evie, which would have been a for sure like one of the three is going home, what if instead he played the extra vote and and voted for Liana and they put three on Liana? So no matter what Deshaun did, it would be three Liana, three Evie, and then Xander would just be like, I'm voting Liana. Like, if you guys can either vote with me and vote Liana, or you can draw rocks, you know? that I feel like that's kind of even more like, oh, maybe Shan feels, like, a little, like, hurt that, like, they had to vote, like, Liana out, you know, actively. And and um, I was kind of curious, because, like, everyone knows his advantages, you know? Like, Liana's told them all his advantages, or maybe they don't know that. Do they know that he has an extra vote? I'm pretty sure they do. Um, okay. I'm I sorry. I'm I. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm seeing what you're saying. Yeah, that would have been really intriguing if he had been able to force a tie, revote, and that would mean that Liana and Evie would not be able to vote 
so and they, him, Deshaun, and Danny would have to re-vote, and everyone would just stick to their vote, and then they would have to come to a unanimous no, decision. No, it would have been Evie voted out, because it would have been two to one. I don't think you can use but an extra doesn't vote. doesn't that extra on, vote? No, I don't think that applies after a tie. Oh, well, that's a bummer. I don't, I don't think so. I'm not sure. I haven't read the fine print on it. But I would, <laughs> I, ass- I would assume it doesn't carry over to a, a revote. I don't know if that's ever happened before. Um, no, I don't think it has. But anyway, that was just a thought. So maybe that's why. Um, maybe he like asked the producer about the rules or something and they were like, no, nah, that's not how that works. Um, but, uh, I thought that would have been interesting. Uh, obviously playing an idol is always tricky, but this is like the one time where it's like, if you play it, like you can take whoever you want out of this game right. and he or just you, didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You could, you could either dictate who's getting out or you can let them decide and just cause like fissures, you know? Yeah. Like let them, let them battle it out amongst themselves. Like Liana would have been the one ending up going home, but, um, yeah, I did think it was funny. Kind of like what I was saying. Like, I feel like everyone in this episode did exactly the thing that we should expect from them. You know, like, Deshaun and Danny are over there at Blue Tribe, Luvu, and they're like, are we, Deshaun's like, so are we going to, are we going to throw the challenge? And Danny's like, no, we're not doing that, you know? And it, it reminded me, like, just like when Deshaun w- looked at Danny and was like, so who are we voting out tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Which like, if you ask that question, it's clear that you want to vote Liana out or you're yeah. at least like down to talk about it. You yeah, know? and Danny is m- much more of like clearly a, not a black and white type of player. Yeah, which Danny honest, seems to be that final four to the end, no which, matter what. Which honestly is probably what Deshaun needs is somebody who's gonna like where they're like the middle between Deshaun and Danny is like a really wise survivor player. You know, they're gonna make enough moves, but they're not gonna do crazy stuff all the time. And that's why yeah. I think, like, Shan and Liana are not like that. Like, Liana will do whatever Shan says. Like, yeah. she. I think uh, the word lapdog might have been used tonight, which is fair. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I thought it was interesting how Deshaun kind of did play both sides up until, like, the vote. And it's amazing to me how he just got Evie to, like, believe that they were together again, you know? Like, he, yeah. like, ratted her out, and Evie was like, cool, a friend. And it was like, no, 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 not your friend. <laughs> you know, and and how, how Deshaun just, you know, was like, yeah, I'm just not feeling Shan. Did you see that? Like, that was kind of, like, I wonder how much of that was an act or if that was, like, Deshaun genuinely just like building that relationship with Evie. So if he needed her, he could just use her. Yeah. I think there was probably some genuine aspect to that, but I think once the numbers fell the way that they fell, I think that like, honestly, if it had been Shan in the five and not Liana, they might've voted Shan out, but I don't think Deshaun has that same type of animosity towards Liana. And I think if it was between Evie and Shan, 
Deshaun might have gone with Evie. But since it was between Evie and Liana, he went with Liana instead, especially at Danny's urging. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially, like, I, and we're getting to see more of Danny's gameplay, like, ideas and stuff. Yeah, like you said, he was so strictly just, like, we're, we're voting Evie. Like, I'm voting Evie. Like, that's just plain as day. That's what I'm doing. And, and it's just, it's interesting to see that interaction with Deshaun, who's much more of a free thinker, I guess, more willing to make the bigger moves because I feel like Deshaun knows that this game, in order to win, you have to do things. And Danny doesn't seem to understand that. Yeah. So here's my question for you is, do you think that uh, do you think that Xander made the right move tonight by not playing the idol for Evie? I was going to ask you the exact same thing. I don't think so. I think he should have played it. It would have been a, a hit, like, you know, taking one of them out. Because I think either way, he's still in a tough position. And yes, he has an idol. So the next time he doesn't get immunity, he can play it for himself and make it one more night. But if he did play it for Evie and knocked out Liana, I think that severs the tie between Danny and Deshaun and Ricard and Shan. Right. And it's kind of more of a scramble because then you have Danny and Deshaun, Ricard and Shan, you and Evie, and then Heather and Erica. And, and it's like... Erica's definitely with Xander, it seems like. Yeah. Yes. Because, like, it, it, would, be, it would be four on four... Because I can't imagine Erica choosing to be with Danny and Deshaun over um, Xander and Evie. He, she definitely wouldn't be with Shannon Ricard. I think Shannon Ricard may be the t- in the toughest spot there. Um, because the only thing that like would would be a thing is you know their advantages, but Xander also has just as many advantages as Shan does. So it's like. You know, at that point, it's like a level playing field. Now you look at it. Okay, you've got the four and they also have Ricard. And that makes it very tough to move forward. Yeah, I think I could see the game breaking in a very different way based on that tribal council that those five power players in the game were at. Like if if they vote out, if he plays it, for Liana, he might be buying himself four more tribal councils. But instead, right. by by not playing it, he's only buying himself one more. Because he's going to be a target every single tribal council now. And he has been. And he would probably be, be a tri- uh, target regardless, but at least he might have, like, for, at least for a few votes be able to like have the game flowing in the in his direction for once and i thought that he missed it i thought he missed an opportunity and like i think it was a very i mean he's obviously been a very self-interested player and his philosophy is i'll bluff all day that i'm playing this thing but i'm only playing it for myself when i think i'm getting voted out um i kind of thought if he wasn't going to play it I, I kind of wonder if, if he should have told Evie that she needs to play her shot in the dark. Mm. Because now that could get 
cray. Like then Xander would just get to choose who got voted out. You know? Yeah. If I mean, she yeah, if she if she played her shot in the dark and it missed, right? Say Deshaun does flip, which I think Xander thought he was gonna do. I think Deshaun did a great job convincing him. But um I think it you know, going two two for in Xander's in Xander's mind at that moment, then they could just re vote and vote out Liana again. So yeah. that, that makes sense. Um, and then if she's safe, she's safe. And then she doesn't have to worry about it. Um, I guess her vote kind of was meaningless in that way. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that Xander probably didn't play it cause he thought there's a 50, 50 shot that Deshaun will vote with us. Right. And so that's probably why it. he didn't play it. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't want to play it if you don't have to, but I don't know. I, I really think Xander had a real shot to, you know, and I think he's probably thinking, I don't want to peak too early. I don't want to peak too early. I want to get as far as I can play immunity idol. And if I can get play my immunity idol at seven, I might be able to win three tribal councils or three immunity challenges and a fire making and be in the final three. Yeah. You know, that's kind of where we're at now. It's like, okay, if he gets, even if he knows everyone's voting for him, he plays a immunity. He's got automatic seventh place. At that point, we're in like he could legit win out territory. Yeah. So, I mean, I can I can see it both ways, but I really think like he could have taken all the goats with him. I mean, he could have grabbed Erica and Heather and Evie, and no matter how far Evie makes it, Evie will always be like Xander would always have priority over her, like from a jury perspective at that right. point. And so, yeah. I mean, obviously some people might like Evie more, but from a gameplay perspective, like he would always have that. And then at that point, you know, all it takes is, cause I feel like at that point, Ricard and Shan are both trying to get into the majority and Deshaun and Danny are trying to get into the majority. And it's kind of a, a battle royale between one of those four is going home. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like, like Xander might've missed. I, I feel like he might be kicking himself watching tonight's episode. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this question. Cause I also had this question for you. We, yeah. Xander, I, I also think that he made the wrong decision, but did Deshaun make the right decision? Not voting out Liana. I I think he might have. I think he might have. I think um I think that he probably has a good chance of making it to the final four with that crew. But I mean, I if I was in his position, I'd be so scared that Shan's going to strike first. And right. if I could get out a member of Shan's army and not a member of mine, that's what I would want to do. So actually, I'm going to say that Deshaun also made a mistake. Like Deshaun, you know, Deshaun's not out of it, but I think he he made a mistake. I think I think it really gets tricky now because you know, and we saw it in the scenes from the next episode, where it's like, all right, the four is there. Like the four has half the numbers. Like they're there. You know, like they've made it to the point where they need to make it. They just need to pull one more in and vote again. 
And, but now it's like, who do you vote out? And if they choose to keep going after Xander and they can get Xander, then that's one thing. But Xander has an idol, so that's not going to be super easy. And I feel like it is going to be up to Deshaun to decide whether he's willing to let go of Erica or Heather. Because, you know, going after Ricard, Shan's obviously going to have a problem with that. And Shan's been running this game. She's been making every decision. And she doesn't want to see Ricard go home because if she needs somebody else that's not in the four, Ricard is that person. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, I don't know how that's going to play out. I hope they blow up. I hope they implode on themselves. Um, because again, it's just good. It just feels boring. Like, this episode did not give me confidence that they were going to break up the four. And I felt like this was like the, the time to do it. You had, you had five people, you had, you know, three of them in one tribe and the other guy won immunity. You had the opportunity to strike. And I feel like if it is the four, then Xander's going to really, really, really be kicking himself right now. Um, and yeah, I just I like I said I don't think people are going to see it. It's it's and I don't think they have seen it. The only people that have seen it are Erica and Xander. And uh, like do you think there's any chance that like Ricard feels like he's on the chopping block and that anyone can save him or that maybe he can flip or someone else can flip? I don't I don't think that Ricard thinks he's on the chopping block because I don't think Ricard is on the chopping block. Um I think Ricard to me is more likely to flip because he's trying to win than he's trying to not get voted out. Like I think I mean I think Ricard thinks okay, if it's the five of us going, then it's going to be me, Shannon, and Liana sitting at the end. And I think he's like I have a decent chance. No one, everyone's going to be so mad at Shan and Shan's going to come off so bad in final tribal and I'm deaf in one ear. So I can do this thing, (laughs) you know, like, like, and I I don't think that's a terrible strategy. I mean, at this point, I think there's going to be so many people by the end who are disgruntled with Shan. And I think Ricard's going to be able to sit there and say, I did all the strategy stuff, and then Shan was just mean about it. I mean, I mean, I could definitely see that. I don't think, I don't think Ricard, so, okay, so uh, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's think, um, let's think about who's left in the game. We got the camp out, so Deshaun, Danny, uh, Shan, and Liana, and then we've also got Xander, Erica, Heather and who else? Ricard. Ricard. Okay. So it's really five on three right now. So yeah, this is how I kind of see this going. Like, let's say the Deshaun Shan civil war happens, which I think is legitimately possible. And I think it's especially legitimately possible if Let's say uh, Erica wins immunity. Okay? Like, I know. Probably not going to happen. Let's just say Erica wins immunity. 
Heather wins immunity. Even Xander wins immunity. They're going to have to start turning on each other. I don't think Shan is down with Ricard getting voted out. Um, yeah. And I think, see, and this is another thing that I think Xander needs to lean into is he should have played up more. Hey, Deshaun, Liana just said, I just asked me if I wanted to vote you out or Hey, Liana, Deshaun just agreed to vote you out. You know, yeah. like he should have definitely done more pitting them against each other and he might start. I don't know that he's that type of player though. Um, yeah. but I definitely and think that's what he needs to start doing. You know? Yeah. It's, it's interesting. We talked last week about maybe like Ricard, like gets in somebody's ear and says like, you know, Deshaun, like, Hey, I heard like Shan was like, you know, saying your name or something. And it's like, Xander literally did that this week, but it wasn't a lie. He literally just straight up said, Liana was asking if it was going to be you or Evy. And, and like, you know, it's, it's hard for me to like think that Deshaun just like sat on his hands and said, okay, that's fine. I'll just vote with, I'll just vote to get out, you know, uh, Evy after that. And it's like, he's, he's, I think he's thinking that he wants to take this a while, which is a bummer. Um, yeah, I like, it's, it's just interesting how to play out. I still believe it'll be the foursome. <laughs> um, and I was hoping that I, uh, this episode would give me like, like I didn't think it was. And then the seer got voted out and I was like, okay, wait a second wait a second, this may happen. And then he didn't play the idol and Evie went home and it just, it just like, there's a lot that could happen, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I think, I think that's going to be the foursome unless somebody wins immunity at final five, like Ricard wins immunity at final five. And I think maybe that's why Shan wants him there to have some options, you know, uh, to be able to say like, this game is crazy if something happens, I can just go with whoever and they'll take me and they'll side with me. Right. Um, if it's the final five of the camp out plus Ricard, Shan's going to the finals period. Right. You know, unless she loses in fire making or something like that. Like yeah. I, I think if it's the five of them, she's going. And that's why if I'm Deshaun and I'm Danny, why would I let it get to that point? You know, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I I would literally get be like, I would rather keep Xander in or something like that. I we have to move on Shan now. Like, if it gets to five, the f- the five of them at the end, Shan has played all of them tremendously, and I I just think at some point Deshaun, even if it gets him voted out, he's gonna ha- he's gonna flip out. He's gonna vote against him against Shan, or at least to vote against Liana in a way to vote against Shan. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw, we saw him like trying to get Ricard out in the previews for the next episode, but we also said we they also showed that he was done with, with the Alliance, you know, before this episode. So it's kind of like, how much of that do I buy? And I hope, I hope that he does flip. I think he's smart enough to flip, but I also think he's kind of smart enough to stay calm because I think he sees a path to the end. And I think if he gets to the end, he can, he can win final trial, you know? And I think he probably believes that too. Um, because right now Shan doesn't look too popular. And I think that's probably what his goal is, is to just get there and beat her like Ricard's is. Um, so 
Yeah. I do want to ask you, because I was confused about this. Ricard and Shan playing the extra vote to get Nasir out. Why did they have to play the extra vote? Like, if okay, like, say, say Ricard just flips his vote to Nasir. There are still two votes on Heather and three votes on Nasir. Right. So the reason that they did the extra vote was it was a, a split vote in case Nasir played an idol. Then they would okay, just vote would, Heather out. But there would still there were still two votes on Heather though, right? Like I I just don't I feel like Ricard may have just been trying to flush it. I don't because I, I don't know. I mean Yeah, like theoretically they wouldn't need it, but I also think they might be paranoid of like I think they were also mildly afraid that Heather and Erica were trying to pull a fast one on them and, like, get them to vote for Nasir, and then they pulled, they tell Nasir they're voting for you. They get Nasir and vote Shan or Ricard out. Like, I think there's just, so, like, a lot of paranoia, especially between yeah. Shan and Ricard, where right. they are very concerned about advantages. Everything. <laughs> uh, advantages, like, people back. Because, like, the truth is, if if you are a deceitful person, you believe everyone else to be as deceitful as you are. You exactly. Know? Like you you believe everyone is as conniving and deceitful as you are. And that's why Shan and Ricard are incredibly paranoid. They've been going to tribal councils this whole time. They're by far the craftiest people at any of them, and they're worried about everyone else the whole time. Also, like, I don't know, there's just so many things there's a lot there's a there's extra votes floating around there's uh shot in the darks you know there's worrying about splitting the votes because nasir has an idol i just think there's a lot going on in their head and they didn't want to get i feel like it an extra vote in some situations is more of just like insurance than anything else like yes it can be used to swing like an an eight person tribal which honestly could come into play next episode um, because I kind of think eight is the ideal place place to have an extra vote or six. Um, and so I expect that will come into play. Xander's extra vote will come into play in the next couple, couple weeks. But yeah, I just think Shannon and Ricard are super paranoid people in general. I also think Ricard was just like, I want to do something and this is my idea. Yeah. And I'm telling you what to do so that I can tell at Final Tribal that I told you what to do this whole time. Yeah. You know? Did you did you notice when he was talking about the three of them in that five tribal, he said, you know, the three of us have three advantages. And it's like, no, Shan has two, Nasir has one, and you don't have one. Right. <laughs> you know, like like I was I thought that was odd. Um, uh, I think that was probably clever wording on his part because he just wanted to show Tiffany and everybody else that like he was playing this game with them, but it's like, not really though. Right. No. Yeah. Um, dude. Okay. So I just thought of this. What do you think the advantage was last week? that Xander didn't find. Ooh, I don't know. Because let's say this. Let's say it was like safety without power. 
or something like that. That uh, advantage that um, was played yeah. during Winners at War. Um, and if if Xander had that, he definitely would have given that to Evie. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, you can just bounce from tribal and then I've got him immune, so they'll have to duke it out. That would be crazy. Oh, if only. Yeah. If yeah, only Xander cool. had found that. As much as people are like, advantage is bad, blah. It's like, I don't know. Like, I was listening to um, RHAP with, uh, he had Christian Hubicki on this week to talk about Survivor 41. And Christian was saying like, the reason there's advantages is because the producers, like, they don't want it to be, like, a straightforward, like, these people are in Game. power. They're voting these people out. And right. that's why when you they have They don't a, want it to be, like, Redemption Island. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you have, when you have a, um, a player like a Xander or a Rick Devins or someone that, like, at first you're unsure of, but, like, they keep winning and they keep finding stuff and they keep just making it one tribal after another that is a great story like that's mm. like thrilling like you go into every week thinking is xander gonna make it past another tribal council without playing an idol like is that what's about to happen and so man like i think that that would have been honestly that might be a million dollar mistake by xander not finding that that thing although it was not easy to find yeah yeah for sure um, I guess, you know, what are your thoughts for next week? Like, what do you think happens? I know you said like, you think maybe an extra vote comes out. I believe that Xander's the only one with an extra vote at this point because Shan used hers and the Seer's idol is out. So I think the actual only advantages right now are Xander's idol and extra vote and Shan's idol. Um, yeah. Cause Deshaun used his extra vote as well. Um, so I feel like. It's going to be interesting what happens next week. Who wins immunity, I feel like, is going to play a huge part. If Xander wins immunity, you know, he's safe. And I don't think he would play his idol for anyone else, at, you yeah, know, at this point. I don't think if so. If he wasn't going to do it for Evie, I think he's kind of done. Well, especially if you're only going from down three to five to down three to four, it's not worth it. Yeah. You know, right. like you had the op- they had the opportunity to go uh, four, four tie. And he didn't use it there. And if you're not going to use it there, I don't think you're using it to only be down by less numbers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Who do you think, who do you think gets voted out next week? I, I would probably, I would probably think like, I would probably say Ricard or Heather. I think those are the two that are, one of them is going to get voted out. I, you know, like I can't imagine Xander not playing his idol at this point because he kind of has no options. Like, who do you think? Who do you think goes home next week? I think Erica's going to get voted out before Heather. I mean, you think Shan wanted to vote Erica out tonight? True. You know, I think I think that no one is threatened by Heather in any way, and I think people are like, at least, like they're like, ah, Erica's a little bit sneaky. So I think that Erica's name is going to be on the chopping block before Heather. But honestly, like, I can definitely see things falling apart for the camp out plus one um, next week. Like, 
I, I can definitely see it happening because look, if I'm Deshaun, I've got Danny on my side. I've got Xander's probably on my team if I need him. Xander's a vote. And then Heather and Erica are on team Deshaun, not team Shan. They don't like Shan. And so in a group of eight, Deshaun could go five to three against Shan, I feel like. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like now's the time for Deshaun to make that, to take that step and make that vote if he's going to do it. I don't know that he's going to do it. I think it's but, also interesting. Do you do you think that Shan is at all going to play that idol for Ricard? No. If he needs it. Oh, no. Me neither. She's not playing that for Ricard. I don't like... I think Shan would be down to vote Ricard out because they have similar stories. And she doesn't right. want Ricard there saying, I did all the strategizing and Shan did all the backstabbing. It's like, I'd like to keep you, but you're not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like she's loyal to Ricard to a point because she knows that Ricard would be loyal to her in the same situation. But ultimately, I don't think that she's... I think that she would cut Ricard if necessary. Yeah. I think I think that that could happen. I think Ricard may go home next week just because I think I think it's the foursome. I think after all this drama that they're trying to build up about Deshaun being angry, which he is, rightly so, but it's like I think Deshaun sees a way to the final four and it's like why risk it, you know? Why risk it because you can get there with Heather and Erica. But That's like why can risk he it? though? Like I, it's, it's, that is risky, you know, cause it's like, if, if they're going to turn and vote to Sean, which I don't think, I don't think they will, but you know, Shan doesn't like you, <laughs> you know, like I feel like Deshaun is really Shan's only threat for who's played a better game. Um, but what has I Deshaun feel, I, done though? He didn't go to any tribal councils and then he's voted with Shan every time. So that's true. That I don't, is true. I don't really think he's played a better game. That is true. So he kind of does need to get Shan out before. Yeah. The end. I mean, like, Shan has this great story about we, our tribe sucked. We went to a billion tribal councils. I was call- calling all the shots there. Then we went to the merge. And even though we were in the smallest group, I was calling all the shots ever since. Like, I don't. I don't know why anyone would want to go to the end unless like you've just heard from everybody how much they don't like Shan and would never vote for her. Yeah. 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 Is there anything I missed this week? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I'm, uh, I'm excited to keep watching the season. I, and here's another thing is, um, as much as people want to complain about advantages this, advantages that, it's all bad. We've got some really awesome episodes. And we also haven't gotten like an overflow of advantages since the merge. If True. it's going to be advantages a bunch before the merge and then after the merge, it's like, okay, whoever got here might be semi-random. But whatever happens from now on is like. You got to be play. really exciting because advantages are a great way to get to know different players and give different players spotlight and some shine and in a scene where we can actually get to know their character. And so that is true. And so like if it's going to be like this every season where it's like advantages before the merge, 
after the merge, now that we know everybody, every some there's a lot. There's still some advantages out there, but you have to like work socially to get people to use them for your advantage. I'm down with that. Yeah. And I mean, so I think this episode was actually the first episode that there was no advantage or idol introduced at all. Because, I mean, last week we had the the hidden advantage that nobody found. But, like, this week, you know, was an awesome episode and there were no new advantages. So I kind of agree with you. Like, if there's going to be advantages, do them before the merge and then let the rest, let the rest play out as, as, as it goes. Yeah. I think that's a, a good way of looking at it. Yeah, especially like I kind of like it's like there haven't no one has found any idols since being at um, since the merge. It's kind of like, hey, there was an idol at each beach and that's the idols where it's not like, yeah, you know, somebody like several players have done. They play an idol like at ben tribal finding Co- five idols. Yeah, they, pl- they play an idol at tribal council. They don't sleep the next night. They search all night. They find another idol. Like, yeah, that's hard. Yeah, that's like kind of crazy and entertaining television. But if it happened every season, we would be like, what? And so like. (laughs) This is a game of like find and hide and seek. (laughs) Right. Right. And that's like what Tommy said in Island of the Idols at Final Tribal against Dean. Dean's like, I used this advantage and I found this and I had an idol there. And Tommy's like. I was playing Survivor and you were finding stuff. That's different. And so, like, I, uh, I'm i hopeful for the rest of the season. I'm thrilled. I actually, I mean, I think it's pretty clear Heather and Erica are not going to win. Um, but they are, a, as Erica stated tonight, they are a pair. And they're up, up for grabs, essentially. And right. that's why I that's why I thought Xander would have saved Evie tonight with his idol. And then you for sure got Evie locked down. Evie's with Deshaun. And now you're now you're rocking and rolling. You've easily gonna pull Heather and Erica in. I mean, I feel like Xander could have been running the game from here on out. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been really cool to see like the four duos kinda kinda go at each other as well. That would have been fun. But that is not what happened. Um, man, these, uh, I'll tell you what, what is kind of rolling though is uh, this Tennessee Titans defense. Ooh, uh, doggy. I mean, I don't understand what's going on. Like, they, they flipped some kind of switch, like in week three, and it's just been like a different animal. Well, like, I feel like they, they were dominant in preseason, which. I know it doesn't mean anything, but it's still a good sign from like a coordinator perspective, you know, right. of like, I know like, it's our backups out there, but they're doing stuff. And the thing about our defense is like, we're shockingly deep all of a sudden. Yeah. You because know? like everybody's had to play. <laughs> yeah. Like we, like we have guys that are battle tested, even our like backup corners, they're actually like playable because the I feel like every year we're running practice squad guys out there at corner. And so like, we've been able to like build a culture of like next man up mentality and it's making a huge difference. Um, and so we've got veterans like Janoris Jenkins hasn't been amazing this season, but he's done everything that we need him to do. Um, like Autry. Okay. Danico Autry is a freak. 
Yeah. Like, he is insane. And, of course, like, I feel like people probably key on blocking Jeffrey Simmons more. So Autry is, like, his freakiness is able to, like, make more plays. But also, like, his variability. Like, our defensive line, like, Simmons and Autry... So if we're in, if we're trying to stop the run, we just throw Tear Tart or Naquan Jones out there with those guys, and um, like Ola Adenyi or Harold Landry, and now we're stopping the run. Oh, it's a passing situation. Well, we're gonna run like Autry, Simmons, Landry, and Adenyi out there, and we're gonna get to the quarterback. And I think like we can do so many things defensively, like. Guys like David Long Jr. stepping up. Uh, Monty Rice has been huge for us. He led mm-hmm. the team in tackles last week. And he's like, yeah. he's a fifth-round pick that every, no one liked that pick. Everyone was like, who's that could. random like practice squad linebacker that played this week? Uh, Dylan Cole? The, yeah. The, the guy that got the forced fumble on special teams? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we just we found him on the Houston Texans scrap heap. And if you're on the Houston Texans scrap heap, that's bad. <laughs> okay, that's so, some scouting department right there. So, yeah. It's, it's amazing how, like, John Robinson can't do Jack in the draft, but then, like, brings in these dudes who end up making huge plays for us time and time again. Like, you know, we might never hear from Dylan Cole the rest of the season or the rest of his life, but, like, for one Sunday, he made the biggest play of the game. And right. it's just that type yeah. of thing that, like, is what – that's the reason, like, no none of the national media is buying it. It's just because, like, we don't have a ton of star power. The stars that we do have are either not playing or not playing well. Like, Henry's out. A.J. Brown's been spotty. And Julio Jones has been out a ton. And Ryan Tannehill yeah. – I mean, he looks very average when he's out there throwing to Chester Rogers, Marcus Johnson, and Nick Westbrook-Kikine. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm loving this Titan season though. I I I don't think we have a chance in the playoffs without Henry, but I love this team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe we get that one seed, give him one more week to just like rest up his foot, you know. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, I, I'm very hopeful. It's um, it's fun. Like you know, a lot of times when I miss the Titans game, like you know in the past i just kind of said like okay i missed the titans game but now like i honestly just love watching this team so i'll just like go back and watch the whole thing on like hulu like recorded you know because it's like you never know what is going to happen with these guys and it, it, it just seems like they have a way to win that is indescribable that is inquantifiable um and and it's it's exciting as a fan who has lived through so many three and 13, nine and seven, five and 11 type of seasons to see a team go out there and win close games most of the time. Yeah. And I feel like we've been winning ugly for the, like ever since Vrabel came to town and even a little bit with malarkey, but when you're, but when you're talented and you can win ugly. So there's, there's a, there's been, you know, a fair amount of games this season where we've won by two scores and then, but I mean, it's like the Saints are driving at the end of the game, and I'm not worried about it. Like, you know, it's like, oh, Vrabel's not calling any timeouts. And normally, like, I should be flipping out, and I'm like, you know what? 
I trust our defense here. It's like I've just been conditioned. And I know, you know, we're not going to go. We're not going to run the table. I know there's people saying that. I mean, I just, we're not going to run the table. We're going to lose to somebody, even if it's like we lock it up and we lock up the one seed before the end of the season and we bench everybody and lose a game. Like, oh, so we're, we're not going to end up uh, 15 and two. But, I mean, this this team is awesome. We have a great chance. And that, that first round bye is going to be huge for us with Henry coming back. If he's able to come back, like yeah, it could be huge. huge. We just don't know. Especially, I mean, Julio Jones too. Like, just if we're able to get to the playoffs with, and we get, we have a bunch of battle-tested, all season long, like depth guys plus our stars. Look out! Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, got any big plans this week? Um, nothing crazy, man. Nothing crazy. I can't gotcha. even think of what I'm doing. I mean, I'm just doing a bunch of homework because uh, <laughs> the end of my semester is before Thanksgiving. So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's next, Thanksgiving is next week, dude. That's crazy. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. You going to send out those mass texts again? Shh. <laughs> Maybe. Is the podcast <laughs> over? <laughs> um, yeah. I am I I guess uh let's wrap this up because I am sitting in a parking lot in Bloomington, Illinois, in a Starbucks at, at eleven PM at night. Nice. And uh I am I just want to make sure I don't get mugged. So um yeah. Uh, for Michael Klinger, I am Joel Klinger. It is fun as always to do this and talk every Wednesday night with my brother about Survivor and a little bit of Titans. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day, whatever time you're listening to, whatever day you're listening to this. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful time and a wonderful life. We will see you next week. See ya. See ya.